Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Razaban IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. With me on Zoom, the knowledge at Spencer Ferron. Spencer, good to see you as always. Uh, firstly, how are you? How's the family? Everything's good, you know. We're pushing forward because um, that's the only thing we know how to do. So, yeah, it's good. What's up, man? Uh, been been a couple of weeks, and we, I've kind of been waiting to see what happens with this whole Conor Ben stuff before I kind of drop you a message and say, "Listen, can I get get your thoughts on certain things." And obviously, yesterday we saw the earring of Conor Ben and and Piers Morgan, and I'm I'm sure you've seen it. And number one, firstly, just want to get your instant reaction to what you saw, what you heard. It was a waste of time. There was not there was there was nothing in there, right? And that's not me taking no digs at Conor Ben. I know Conor Ben. I mean, Conor Ben spoke earlier today. You know what I mean? Um, so it's not me. But there, there was nothing in that at all. Nothing in there. But I know that there was a lot cut out of that. Do you know what I mean? So um, there's a lot that was cut out of it. So I didn't learn anything from it. So, yeah. I know he's been quite vocal on Twitter. And he's, he said things through his social media platform. But why do you feel like he had to go on a, a show with Piers Morgan? You know, um, I thought Piers was very lenient with Conor Ben. I don't think he went in there. I've seen when Piers goes in on people. You know what I mean? You don't believe you've got to watch Piers Morgan and Kanye West. Right? Um, and there's certain times where he uh, Piers Morgan can be a bit reluctant to say what he wants to go and say. Me, personally, I'm going to be real with you. I would have way preferred if Conor Ben went on talk sport with Simon Jordan, right? Because I know that at least Simon Jordan would have asked pressing questions. He would have gone in, right? He would have, he would have. And I, I would have enjoyed that. And then you would have had, like, inside the studio, Simon White, Spencer Oliver. I would enjoy listening or watching that. I would enjoy that. I didn't enjoy, um, I didn't enjoy what I watched yesterday, to tell you the honest truth. I was actually talking about it today with, um, the fighters' right team, Gary and Tundi, and we was talk- we was talking about it. It was like there was we didn't learn anything from that. But but uh, when Connor did say that 
he uh, he passed the test. What was it? He passed the test uh, three times, and within a nine-day um, turnaround, they said like it was um, they found something in his substance. So I can understand why they would be sitting down. Him and his team would say that we could smell a rat here. Offer of that alone, but you know what I mean, let's take Conor Ben out of the situation. Is anybody else? Then how what would the behavior have been? How would the behavior have been? When you say, uh, and we'll come back to the peer stuff, that Simon would have, would have asked those pressing questions. What are those pressing questions from your perspective? Well, I was blatantly asking, look, the evidence was, yeah, that you failed a test previous, prior to the one that you failed, right? That could have been something that was, was brought up. There's other things. We're hearing rumors. I'm just keeping this thing 100. And I'm hearing rumors that Chris Eubank Jr. Um, knew about the failings and 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 tried to blackmail Connor. That's what I've heard. I know you've heard it as well, um, right? Tried to blackmail him one million, one million pounds or something. So all those kind of things, these are things that the public need to hear. And I'm not like a whistleblower. I'm just saying, like, this is what I've heard. I've heard from good sources. So, you know, and you know, Raz, you're, you're a man about town, you know certain and certain things, so yeah. But there's loads of things that is when, when you know when people say there's no smoke without fire, right? Um, there, were, there, were certain, there were certain times where things will happen and then you look at the whole situation and you're staring at the situation and you say, say well, you know what? Um, the, the guys who were in Tony Sims's gym like, and John Cordy is my guy. I think he's ex-fire. But, you know, when he won the world title, he knocked out man, and then he looked devastated in doing so. And then all of a sudden, when he's meant to be only defending the title and after there was these conspiracies about this drug stuff, then you hurt your hand. What's that all about? Did you really hurt your hand? You see, this is the thing. What is sad because it has a domino effect. You know what I mean? It has a domino effect. Uh, uh, you know, when we're stuck. Or, oh, oh, my goodness gracious. You know what I mean? John Ryder, who I know is a clean athlete. John Ryder, you know, oh, he got a win over Danny Jacobs and he was too tough in that fight. What's going on here? He's, he's getting better, he's getting older. He's be on something. This is the sad thing about all of this because it doesn't just impact one person. It impacts a plethora of people. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of people say, why doesn't he go to the British board? And he seems to have this agenda with the board. He named his father. On, on Piers' show where he talks about his father gave up the food, ripped up his license um, on, on national TV. Ultimately, for the sake of boxing, does Conor Ben need to clear himself from the board? We know Conor's put this 270-page document that they sent to the WBC, and even though the WBC said he, we're going to rank him, their reasons for allowing him back in the rankings was the consumption of a lot of eggs, which Conor says uh, is not the reason. So Conor actually refuses to accept the WBC's understanding of why he failed the test. Ultimately, as you know, you're an ex-fighter, uh, you've been in the industry a long time, you are, it's your responsibility to manage what goes in your body. Absolutely everything, and you have to justify it if, if you're ever caught. So does he ultimately need to go and sit in front of the board and just hand over this document so for the sake of boxing we can, we can have a dual process? No, and I'm going to tell you why he doesn't need to, because you've seen that he's meant to be suing the British Board of Control. So if you've got evidence or you've got a report, a 
70-page report, right? Why would you want to go and show your card to the Board of Control um, if you're going to sue the Board of Control? He's actually going to sue the Board of Control, right? And so he's going to go to court with the Board of Control. So why would he want to give that documentation to the Board of Control knowing that he could be arming the Board of Control when he's going to sue him? These questions, that these things that you're, I ask Connor, I say, well, why don't you just, why don't you just, if you're innocent, just show the team and say that you're innocent, and then that would be it. So, yeah, that's the reason why that's not come up. Some of the feedback I've read, you know, people say that he went on Peja because he just wanted to be, show, get people on his side, people to like Connor again, people to understand that Connor didn't do anything wrong. Um, Dominic Ingle said in an interview uh, that I saw today on, on Boxing King Media, and he quote, and I quote, and he said that he went on there because he got paid a lot of money. Well, he did get paid a lot of money. You know what I mean? He didn't get, come on, he didn't, go, he didn't opt to go on there for free. He got paid for that, right? Um, but we're, we're, we're forgetting, does Connor need the money? No, but, you know what I mean? As famously Sugary Robertson said, you know I mean, another buck won't kill me. You know what I mean? I need a buck like everybody else. But that's not that. That's not the sole reason why he went on there because he got paid a lot of money to them, right? The reason why he went on there because he wanted to sway the, the, the court of general opinion that says that he is a judge treat. That is what he tried to sway and that's what he tried to do when he went on there, right? Um, I don't believe he came out favorably in that. I'm just going to be real with you. I don't think he came out favorably in that because we didn't get the real nitty gritty. But having spoken to Connor, he was said to me, look, Spence, there's loads of things that was cut out. There were loads of things that were cut out of it, right? For whatever reasons that Brighton was cut. So, or maybe he was saying things that could be inflammatory and, and more probably hinder his, his court case that he's got up against the Board of Control. I'm sure you saw Chrissy Bank Jr. in my photo where he said, I was 99% sure Conovan was a cheat, but after watching the interview with Case Morgan, now I'm 100% sure. Imagine betting two drug tests and then trying to play the victim. The balls on this kid, or should I say, the eggs on him. Well, you know what? Um, <laughs> Chris Eubank Jr. is entitled to his opinion. Um, the whole world is, is throwing stones at Conor Ben saying he's guilty, he's guilty, he's guilty, he's guilty. The whole world is doing this, right? Um, I would just, I would have preferred for him to go up to the board of control. But this is the thing, and we've got to realize this part here is this, is that the WBC, remember when Canelo popped dirty for contaminated, was it contaminated steak meat, right? It was cows he got, right? He got, it was contaminated, he said he was contaminated. Um, he got banned for six months, right? And people were being very embracatory of Canelo after that. Um, they got they 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 got a ban. Conor Ben get a ban from the WBC, right? Because of whatever reasoning they believe that it was suffice. Um, but what I am saying is this: um, it's difficult to to not condemn someone when they haven't laid out their side. We're just going to go with the narrative. What I'm sitting down patiently to wait for is the, his narrative and his version. 
And then once his version comes out, then we 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 then I can say right, I can judge because um sometimes when it comes to his box, I'm low to a fool. You know what I mean? Um I would not like to think that Connor Ben would take an illegal substance, especially when he knows of the ramifications that this sport can do to people. Right? We just go back to his father's fight. Um, what was that 95? Um, against Jerome McClellan, February 95. Go back times and think to yourself, wow, you know what I mean? He knows the ramifications. Um and I hope that he's innocent, right? Because I'm not going to stand and say, yeah, he's innocent, he's innocent, he's innocent. I hope that he's innocent because I know him and I think that he's a whole thing human being, right? But th those days are done where I was saying, this person's innocent, that person's innocent, that one's good. Yeah. Nah, bro. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Spence, I, I remember Chris Ruben Sr. came on, to your, on your platform, The Fight is Right, and he said that he believed that Conor Ben wasn't a cheat and Conor Ben didn't do it himself, implying that somebody else may have, you know, told him or advised him or something. If And I go back probably six years ago when they were on the press conference table because Human Jr. was fighting, I think it was Spike O'Sullivan maybe, and, and Conor Ben was obviously quite fresh in his career and, and Chris Eubank Sr. And, and Ben Clash at that time and Chris advised him that your father needs to be here and, and you need to watch the people around you because you're, they're introducing to a different lifestyle. You know, it, are, are we putting these pictures together? Are you seeing what Chris Eubank Senior is trying to say? Of course, Chris Eubank Senior, like, um, is a very, very intelligent man. Um, he's a very learned man. Um, and he studies, right? But he also knows human nature. And he's saying, look, when you're in this sport, and here is a man that did it at the top level. Right? And here's the man that was a superstar in this country. Was it 16 million people tuned in November of 1990 to watch him and Nigel Ben? Right? And that was a Sunday evening as well. I remember that clearly because it was, it, it was a quite warm night, even though it was in November. It was a warm night that night. And everybody rushed indoors to watch ITV if you weren't at the NEC in Birmingham where it took place. So obviously, when we look at things like that, he must know something. Chris Eubank Sr. must know something to say, listen. And unfortunately, Connor has been all over the world. You know what I mean? He lived that in Spain, he lived that in Australia, and he's come back to the UK. So you haven't got your day ones with you. Well, you need that sometimes. Sometimes you need, like, your guys who were your guys from back in the day. No, you've come. You've really got your family members, but you haven't got your day ones around you. Right? I would have loved to see um, um, Paul Bowen around him, who's Nigel's cousin. I would have seen Paul actually more boxing as well. I'd have loved to see like those guys around him. Um, I know Justin's around him as well, his cousin Justin, but I would have liked to see those guys who were actually involved in the sport of boxing who were around who are around their cousin. You know what I mean? He's, uh, I would have liked to see that. So you haven't had that. So those things most probably couldn't happen. But he's, you know what I mean? I spoke to him and he said, no, look, I'm not stupid, Spence. I'm not stupid. Like, I wouldn't take nothing and all the rest of it. And like, somebody couldn't give me something I'm not knowing. I, 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 you know what I mean? I, I watch everything that I take. So if that is the case, something was inside of your body. But what he's saying is like, did he really fail the test? This is his thing. 
because I passed it, I cleared it three times, and then they come back nine days later and say I didn't pass it. That's his argument, right? So we're going to go some, back. Some of the things I've, I've read about that, and again, I'm no, I'm no expert, but some of the things I read is that you know the samples are split in different parts because each sample cannot be tested for the same PED. It's it's a, it's a process that they go through with that particular sample. So again, I'm not an expert, but some of the things that I've I've read about, and I'm sure Connor's got his argument, but ultimately. You know, Victor Conte put a, a tweet out and he said, is boxing, is boxing to believe Conor Ben tested for clomiphene two times in five weeks apart and the labs made errors on both both times? Well, Victor Conte's got a, he's got a valid point, right? But this is, what I'm here, this is what I'm saying is this, right? Take Conor Ben out of the equation, right? And taking him out of the equation, not Conor Ben, somebody else. What would we say? We say he's guilty, right? Boxing people would say, right, he's guilty. It's not Conor Ben. It's not the guy that we used to romanticize with his father, and he's coming along. He's saying, we say you're guilty. He's throw the book at him. That's what we say, right? So I'm saying I can't vouch for nobody, right? I just hope that he's innocent. Because he's a good guy, man. I hope that he's innocent, right? And how it goes is this. I just really hope he's innocent, man. Right? But you doing like as you doing Piers Morgan yesterday, well, it'd be aired yesterday. I don't think that helped his cause. To tell you the truth, I don't think it helped his cause at all. And um, going on to TV and saying you're innocent, you know, ultimately, that's not going to prove your innocence. What's going to prove your innocence is, is going to the board that he's apparently going to sue and, and clear his name that way. But if he doesn't do that, how does this situation get rectified? Because he's clearly said in that interview, I don't, I don't think I'll be fighting on, on these shores for a while. Well, then if that's the case, then the, you're going to have to go elsewhere. <laughs> You know what I mean you're gonna have to form up skill challenge out in out in in Saudi Arabia and speak to uh, was it Ahmed Abdullah and uh, Prince Khalid right? or get on the phone to Derek Sizora because Derek Sizora is the plug right Derek's Derek's doing great Derek's the plug right maybe we have to talk to those guys I I, I don't know um, but if he's back in let me strange if he's happened do not be surprised if Colin Ben doesn't end up fighting Earl Spence don't be surprised you know? Seriously, because he's the WBC champion, so do not be surprised, even though he's a unified champion, do not be surprised if he doesn't end up fighting, uh, he doesn't end up fighting Errol Spence. As a boxing purist, Spence, would, would you be happy for him to go overseas, get a license and fight when he hasn't cleared his name here in the UK, in, you know, with the official channels? I prefer that he does clear his name in the UK first. That's what I'm saying, right? But I do understand when he's saying, like, so which honey? Ever since my dad tore up his license, he's like, this is what he believes. He really does believe it. And you heard Nigel yesterday, yeah, well, it's like, boom, at the thing, boom. Right, so, right. So, we don't know. So, they're thinking, like, so which one? And may I add, give you guys a little bit of history here. Spence, before, um, you, do, before you give any, uh, just sorry to stop you there, but I know Connor said that a few times, the witch hunt, and you mentioned it as well, but the evidence and, and the facts are that you failed to test. The board have clearly said... You can't escape that. Let's yeah. just be real. You cannot escape that one there. 
You can't, right? And I've got nothing but love and respect for Conor Ben, right? But you can't escape that. And I ain't gonna be a hypocrite. Seriously, I'm not gonna, I can't, I can't, I can't, can't be a hypocrite. I've got children, I'm trying my best, right? It's, it's not easy for them, right? Let's just be real, it's not easy. But I said this before on your channel, I'll say it again, I do not believe that he would willingly cheat. I'm saying this again, I don't believe that he'd willingly cheat, right? But we need to answer that. There are those questions, you've got to answer that. But we'll see, if they're taking a ball to court, we'll see what's going to happen. That's not going to be an easy battle either. I mean, because I think the board have learned from when Michael Watson sued them, like this suing thing now, we've got to have this wrapped up. So it's not, it's not a joke, it's, it's, it's serious. And what I was going to say to you is like, in 1990, Nigel Ben did not, after being Ira Barkley, did not tear up his British Border Control license. Right? He claimed it was his British Border Control license, but it wasn't his British Border Control license. He actually tore up um, a back of a cornflakes packet. And when he was called into the Board of Control in 1991, when he was called into the Board of Control, sorry, when he was called into the Board of Control that year of 1990, before his fight with Chris Eubank, he, along with his then advisor, Ambrose Mendy, presented his British Border Control license. So he didn't actually tell his Border Control license up. Because if he did, he wouldn't have been permitted to fight and defend his world title against Chris Eubank, which subsequently stopped in nine rounds, which is an excellent fight. And if you guys haven't seen that fight, go and watch that fight, because it's a brilliant fight. So excellent, excellent fight. Okay, Spence. Um... We've done about 16, 17 minutes. So, yeah, I'm sure this isn't the last time that we are going to speak on this. Yeah. Matter. I'm sure it's going to go yeah. on for a little while. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yeah, I mean, keep on doing what you're doing, Raz. And I'm going to say again to everyone, I might, I've got to say this. I've got to say a massive, massive thank you to a dear friend of mine called Paul Flynn. I've known this man for many years. Um, he, he used to own a company called, um, was it, uh, Euro Staffing Solutions, and he sold it. And everyone knows that since my mom passed, I haven't had it easy. And he actually uh, took it on to himself to get me counseling. Um, said, Look, Spence, you need this, is what you need to go and do. So, what I'm saying to anybody who has lost somebody there, right? And if it's been a recent thing, sometimes you need time for it to set in and then go and get counseling, right? Simple things, because sometimes we can talk, but we can't hear. Uh, our feelings to people who we know we don't feel comfortable about right, showing our vulnerability sides to people. Sometimes it's better to go speak to a professional person but that's their job. And sometimes their job isn't for anything but for you just to air things out. You know what I mean? And I'll say that to anyone as well. Massive thank you to my friend Paul, Paul Flynn. Massive, massive thank you to him. Lovely, lovely man. Spencer Ferron, IFL TV. Thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.